This is the official Caps Church Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, and welcome to today's show. Welcome, indeed. Caps fans, it is the most wonderful time of the year. It is the NHL playoffs, the best time for sports, period, 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 to Because Hockey Troll said so. Because I fucking said so, and if you disagree, fuck you. Um, yeah, I mean, at the very least, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You can start there. At the very least. Caps fans, generally, we would be doing our segment-based stuff of things in the Hockey Troll Hip Check that I didn't like. and <laughs> Segment-based stuff of, of things. things that, that <laughs> I didn't like in the Hockey Troll Hip Check. Or what Polly did like, generally is more positive, uh, in Snack Time with Polly Cupcakes. But today, you are getting our obligatory playoff preview episode. So we hope you enjoy it. And I think we should just pop some tabs and get right into it. Right, Polly? Let's do it. One. Two, three. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the half happiest season of all. All right. Don't sue us, Andy Williams. We did just use a little bit of your song there without permission, so sorry. Um... But Caps fans fade out right before the beat drop. I did. Well, what should I have? No, I'm just kidding. I there's no beat drop in that song. I just (laughs) wanted to say beat drop. Okay. Uh, Well, Caps fans. To be honest, I mean, it is the most wonderful time of the year. If you're a sports fan, uh, I think that you got to give props to the NHL playoffs. Just so much drama, high drama, so much emotion. Hockey is at its peak. Let's go. I mean, if you're watching the uh, NBA playoffs, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what the fuck to say there. Like, Who hurt you? Right. I mean, something obviously went wrong in your upbringing, and, you know, you like basketball. There's That's tough. Um, I don't even know what the Wizards are doing. I don't think they're in the playoffs. I would be really surprised if right. they were. Yeah. Um so, I I don't know. Uh, and, you know, if you're really jazzed about game 10 of 100 million of the MLB season, again, the fuck's wrong with you? But also, God bless you. Yeah, I mean... having that kind of passion. That's dedication. Stupid. Terrible dedication. But dedication nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, the best thing about baseball is the peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks are terrible, Paul. 
It's from the song. Oh. Take yeah. me out to the ball game. I know the song. Well, that's that's what I was going with. Talk about branding though. Cracker Jacks just really just hit it off. You know. Yeah. What if it was a free ad? Probably was. Probably. Jesus. Yeah, we need some free ads for Caps Chirp at the next Caps game, probably. Yeah. Before uh, we get into it, just want to mention again. Yeah. Wearing my Hillary Knight jersey. Yeah, 21. Well, I blocked it with the mic. Mm. Got the A. USA Hockey Shop sent it to me without the A that I paid for. They paid for me to ship it back. And I think they had it for like less than a week. So Nice. Pretty good. So, you know, I actually kind of liked the Pyeongchang jerseys better, mm. but I couldn't find them as of, like they weren't readily available. And that was the gold medal. So that'd be a cooler one to have. But still, USA Hockey Goat, Hillary Knight. Now I have two of her jerseys. If Hillary Knight asked you to leave your wife, would you do it? No, I wouldn't do that. Um, but I would hang out there in a, in a completely platonic, platonic. way. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd let I'd let her embarrass the shit out of me on the ice. Oh, my God. And what an embarrassment it would be. Oh, yeah. She'd probably body me, too. Probably, yeah. And she easily. would bury me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the funny part is that I think physically she would dominate you as well. Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned before, we played against someone who played for uh, Dartmouth's women's team mm. in beer league, and... Oh, she she, she hit you and me in yeah, the same play. Yeah, <laughs> she bounced off of me and then knocked you down. Yeah. <laughs> she saw it. Yeah. Not, knocked us down and then buried. Yeah, like, not only did she bounce off of me, like, it was a power move. Like, she went yeah. through me. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's someone who played D1 and didn't go pro slash Olympics. Mm -hmm. Just imagine how much magnified that would be. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, cool jersey. Thank you again, USA Hockey Shop, for sorting it out. No free ads, Polly. Come on. What's USA Hockey, man? Okay, fine. They get one. Yeah. They get one. All right. Let's talk playoffs. Let's talk it. So... Here's the teams that are in the playoffs right now. In the Western Conference, you've got Colorado Avalanche, the Nashville Predators going off against each other, Minnesota-St. Louis matchup, Cal- Calgary-Dallas, Edmonton-LA. Then in the East, you have Washington-Florida. Let's go, Caps. Toronto-Tampa Bay, Carolina-Boston, and... The Rangers against those sh- sh- flightless shitberg penguins. I don't know. It's this is priming to be one of the most exciting playoff series. I think. I, and you know, every year I say this, I feel, but I really mean it this time. Yeah. Well, we also do say every show we have a great show for you. So is is it not true, Polly? It is. It okay. Is. Thank you. Yeah. We don't lie to our or to our listeners here, except you do when you say you're never wrong. What? I I would never lie to you, Caps fans. Polly's just jealous because I'm never wrong. Yeah, never wrong. <laughs> All right, where do we want to start, Polly? Um, 
Start in the West. Okay, we'll start in the West. And, and so do you have... I've created a bracket. Have you created a bracket? Yeah. Which of the 30 brackets are you going to be using? So I have created 10. <laughs> um, 10? Jesus nine, nine champions. I did okay. repeat Colorado. Um, but I'm going to go with... I think this bracket I'm looking at is the one I'm going to go with for my picks. And okay. uh, you're going to hate it. But what? Why am I going to hate it? I've got first round, Colorado beats Nashville in five. Really? Okay. I've got... So I've got two brackets, though. Um, I have the Caps winning it all bracket and how we're going to go. And we'll just use your bracket as, like, reality. How about that? Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm like the homer. You're a little bit more... On non-biased, unbiased, if you will. Yeah. Okay. I but have Colorado still kind of biased because Colorado. But well, I think Colorado is going to go but, deep. Yeah, Colorado. While it is a team I root for, it is a realistic pick. Yeah. So I've got Colorado. You said Colorado in five. Yeah. I think you're being a little generous uh, to your your bias here. I said Colorado in six. Yeah, um, that seems to be the most common victory. Six? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I don't know, when I'm watching series, that that seems to happen most often, but I, I don't have any stats. And so you don't, right, fair enough. You, so you don't think, I don't think Nashville's got it, man. I think that they kind of limped in. They're the last seed uh, in the West, mm-hmm. um, you know. It came down to the wire there uh, with them in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, they ended up dropping at the very last minute, the last couple games, into the the very last playoff spot. So I think Colorado's going to take care of them in six. Uh, five wouldn't be un, unheard of, but uh, I don't think they'll sweep. I no. think Nashville will get one out over on them. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't pick any sweeps. I mean, I think that's a hell of a thing to predict. I picked a sweep. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Well, take us to the Central Division matchup. The one pure Central Division matchup. Right. So we've got Minnesota versus St. Louis. Minnesota is the high seed here. They're going to be taking home ice advantage. I have them winning at seven. I did the exact same. No shit. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that this is, you know, this is other than Minnesota-Colorado – I think that this is Minnesota's biggest rival, possibly. I don't keep up with the West, though, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Like, you look in the conference, not Nashville. And this is in her division. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's what I meant, in the division. So, it's not Nashville, probably not Dallas. Chicago, maybe, just proximity. Minnesota, yeah. Yeah. Um, But in the playoffs, this is probably one of their more heated possibilities. Yeah, so I'm feeling pretty confident about Minnesota coming out of this, and I only gave them, I only gave St. Louis seven because it's St. Louis. Uh, Who knows what they can, you know, it was just the unknown for me, so I drew it out to seven. Yeah. This, though, I could see Minnesota go in five or four. They they could sweep. Minnesota looks good. Yeah. Minnesota's a team that I don't think enough Eastern people know about. Yeah, and I think that a lot of, um, you know, Many fans are pretty pumped about this, and yeah, I mean, like you said, I think that Minnesota, 
out of all the teams that are in the playoffs, are the most overlooked, if you will. For sure. Yeah. All right, moving on. Calgary and Dallas. Calgary coming out of the Pacific. Won the Pacific Division. Getting the first wild card, which is the second to last place. Uh, Dallas Stars. I have Calgary coming out of this in six. Same. Really? Yeah. God damn. You know, great minds sometimes think alike. Yeah, and Calgary's pretty scary. Um, uh, it's funny, Daryl Sutter was saying how he didn't want to play Colorado first round because that'd be a quick exit. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that was like a month ago. Right, But, right. yeah, Calgary looks good. And you have to look at Daryl Sutter, you know, kind of shunned from the L.A. Kings, takes some time off, comes in to Calgary and turns this fucking team around. It's exactly what they this team needed as Daryl Sutter, mm-hmm. right? Like, the guy makes you play responsible. He still got it, obviously. Uh, he's looking at maybe a Jack Adams this year. I mean, I wouldn't be upset with that. Yeah. And, I mean, you're looking at Calgary. Stable full of young studs. You know, Mangiapani. Who the fuck is that guy? I don't know. He's a stud. Uh, and the Kachuk, uh, you know, you got what, Brady there? Is it Matthew. Brady? No, Matthew. Matt Kachuk. <laughs> uh, one of the Kachuk fuckers is on that team. Uh, you know, Calgary's got a lot of, uh, Calgary, for the past five years, I thought we we're going to go deep. I think this is the year they do it. Yeah, I mean, don't forget Johnny Hockey. Exactly. I mean, he's this generation top American. One yeah. of them. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. So we've got Johnny Hockey, too. I mean, I just think that they're going to overcome Dallas, who has this Robertson kid who I love to see kind of a, an Asian face in in hockey. And Robertson is that guy. And not only that, he scored 40 goals in his sophomore season. Not bad. Kid's a stud. But I just don't think Dallas has the full package. No. I think uh, their cup run two years ago was their last chance for a while. Yeah, and I think that it was a lot of COVID bubble-ish stuff going on. Um, So I think Dallas is, you know... They're they're gonna probably get into the rebuild phase here, retool phase. They're they eked into the playoffs. They had a good strong showing down the stretch, but I still think Calgary, who won the Pacific, which that's probably the weakest division in hockey, uh, but still they won the division, kept it going, and stayed there for a pretty extended period of time throughout the season. Yeah. All right. Edmonton, L.A. I have Edmonton in five. I have LA in five. Really? Yeah, that one just happened to be the luck of the draw in this bracket. I actually, I took Edmonton in the majority of my brackets. Um, so, I'm, I mean, overall, I'm picking Edmonton and I think five. I yeah. was just picking numbers on this one. You're right, okay. Well, I thought you were supposed to bring your best shit to this show. Well, <laughs> I... This is the most confident you are in this bracket? No, I think I threw a few curveballs in every one I did. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, uh, it's the playoffs. For fair enough. You know what? I'm sticking with it. L.A. and right. 5. L.A. and 5? Well, fuck you. You're wrong. I mean, Edmonton's going to destroy L.A. Uh, Jonathan Quick, resurgent season. Dustin Brown, resurgent, resurgent career the past 
three years. This fell off, got stripped of the captaincy. They've still got on Zay Kopitar. I get it. But I think the dry sidle, I think that if Edmonton is allowed to dictate terms, this is over in five. And I think that Edmonton will dictate terms because the Kings, you know, they're one of those uh, teams. And I think it's Todd McClellan that, that coaches them now. Uh, they're a team that likes to play with a one-goal lead, but I just don't think that with the explosive firepower that Edmonton has, they can just turtle on a one-goal lead. So That's a very good point. I really think that this is like the worst mismatch of all the playoffs right here, and I think Edmonton's going to come out. I thought I thought uh, L.A. was probably the weakest on, on this. You know, if they were to match up against, like, you know... Minnesota or St. Louis or even Calgary or Dallas, you know, it would have been different, but they didn't. So I think that they they got the short end of the stick, if you will, on luck of the draw here. No, I, I don't really have any arguments there. Okay. All right, so that's the first round in the West. Now we're getting into the juicy stuff. Let's start from the bottom of the bracket. Okay. Where I have my first sweep. New York's going to sweep Pittsburgh. Okay, it's bold. I took them. In, I took Rangers in six. Okay, as long as the Penguins lose, I think I took the Penguins over the Rangers in one out of ten brackets. Fuck you for doing that. Why would you even put that in the universe? Well, blind squirrel. Whatever, dude. I know this is stupid. You're, I, you're. I'm out on you right now. That's <laughs> terrible. The Rangers are going to sweep Pittsburgh. Uh, I think that Pittsburgh has scored one five-on-five goal against the Rangers all season. Uh, you're really, you really, we're going to need to see Sidney Crosby in peak diving form <laughs> to be getting the the Pittsburgh into any sort of playoff position. Now, the wild cards here in this matchup: Casey Smith, who in short spats is unbeatable. I think he showed that couple games ago when Jari went down. Zucker, a big part of this team, out as well. You know, you still have those uh, veterans in Pittsburgh like Carter, Crosby, Malkin, Latang. Fuck, you know, Boyle can do something every now Boyle, and then. yeah. I mean, look, they, the Pittsburgh's got a decent team, but I just think that as far as balance goes and a team that can come at you in three and four waves, New York has that. And Shisterkin is a world beater. So, barring an absolute implosion by the New York Rangers in the goaltending position, I really don't see a single advantage for Pittsburgh here. Well, I mean, I think the Rangers are what the Penguins were seven years ago. You think? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's they're, they're more like the Penguins of the past than the Penguins are. Fair enough, yeah. Um, I think that New York's actually a little harder. Well, yeah. They're, I mean, they're tougher. They got some good speed. Um, I think they're a little more explosive. I mean, the Pens have always had that quick strike ability. But um, longevity-wise, I think the Rangers bring more pressure. And they're they're able to dump more anxiety on the defense of their opponent. Yeah, and you know what? Goaltending is huge here for the Rangers, along with their – I mean, Mika Zibinijad. uh, I believe Panarin is healthy. So he'll be there. Uh, I don't know if he rested the last. I think he might have rested the last game. They've got some meat too with Ryan Reeves if he needs to go out and goon it up because uh, that's really all he's good for. 
Um, well, you know, every now and then he scores a goal, and ESPN talks about how he's such a valuable player. <laughs> he has to cross-check somebody in the back first before doing that, though. Right. Um, I mean, I, I look at the Rangers, and I think this is a total mismatch for the Penguins. I think they're way too balanced. I think they're, they're good up and down the lineup. Uh, New York is a candidate for making a very deep run, for sure. Um you know, and I'm I'm looking at their roster right now, and I mean, you know, Mika Zibanejad, you know, and and then they have Chris Kreider who's having a resurgent year, Panarin, Lafreniere, they they made those sly pickups in Andrew Kopp and Vitrano. They've got Capo Caco, Adam Fox. Let's not forget about that guy. No. Um, you know, it's just a a really good. Uh, I mean, Keandre Miller, Justin Braun, Ryan Strome. Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, you look at that lineup and you're like, whew. They're coming at you in waves. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, So you have them in six, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, they're sweeping Pittsburgh. I need to win a bet against Berlanski. A sweep would be nice. And so Berlanski of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network has said that he thinks that the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to win more playoff games than the Washington Capitals. I took that bet again this year. Last year I had to buy a fucking Penguins shirt. And it was the ultimate shame. Yeah. Brutal. But hey, we were able to use it for a TikTok, so that was nice. Were we? Yeah, we were imitating Penguins fans. We oh, that's true. Shirt. That's true. Okay, well, follow us on TikTok, at CapsShirt. Yeah, buddy. All right. Moving on. Carolina, Boston. This, I think Boston has upset power here, but I don't I don't have them. I'm not picking them. I got Carolina in six. So, the majority of my brackets, I did take Carolina. Um, but I think this is... Oh, now is, we're getting more into anomaly stages listen, here. I think this is the biggest first-round toss-up. I think so, too. I... I took Boston and said... Overall, you think this is the biggest? In the first round, yeah. Yeah? The biggest toss-up. Okay. Yeah. So, I'll stick with Boston and seven. Give us a, an original six matchup in the second round with New York. Okay. I think Carolina's going to go. I think they're just not talked about. I mean, they haven't... It, it seems like in hockey media, while... Carolina's talked about they've been so dominant throughout the season that it's just kind of like oh yeah Carolina's still killing it yeah and I think this mirrors um, the New York Pittsburgh series a lot Uh, Carolina like New York young up and coming very uh, tough team to play Boston full of experience but guys that can still play but I think this one's closer much closer than New York and Pittsburgh Okay. Um, I'd be not. Oh yeah, to, I agree. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if Boston pulls this off. Fair enough. This, I think, I think you're right. I think this is a close call, but I had to go with Carolina here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've been harping on them for like three years. I know. I know. It's it's there. I I I've been feeling the tides shift in the Metro towards Carolina, and they've really paid off. They are the Metropolitan first seed, and Carol or Boston came in right ahead of the Caps with the first wild card. So that's that's what we're looking at here. Uh, if Boston does win, it's a big upset. Yeah. Um, moving on, T- 
Toronto and Tampa Bay. So, a lot of bad blood, as we talked about last week uh, with the whole Leah Hextall and Tim Peel drama. I think Tampa Bay pulls this out in seven. Tampa in five. Wow. No respect to the Leafs from Polly here. Yeah, I, I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they're like an overall winning when it matters team. I agree, and I, I agree. think Tampa's going to come out and mushroom stamp them with their experience. Another thing also is Toronto gave up a goaltender and who is now enjoying the number one spot in the Metro, Freddie Anderson. Well, they exchange goaltenders. Yeah, for what Nedlovic? I thought it was Mrazic. Oh, sorry, yeah, Mrazic. Nedlovic is in Detroit. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know why. Either of those goaltending moves, but it obviously worked out for Carolina in hindsight. Mm, sort of for Toronto. I mean, when Mrazic's there, I think he's been hurt a lot, and I think Jack Campbell's been nursing something too. Right. Former LA King. Yeah, exactly. And former, is he from Notre Dame? No, that's Cal Peterson. He's still uh, with LA. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, yeah, I I, I agree. I think that the experience here, and I, I just don't believe in Toronto. I think they're just, uh, I think they're hot shit, but they're really just a cold fart. <laughs> Speaking of hot shit, though, hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sports, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, is unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoff in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big play during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets, no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And that, Caps fans, leads us to the Florida number one in the Atlantic versus Washington Capitals, who limped into the playoffs at a wild card two seed, the, the, the last seed in the East. If everything goes right for the Washington Capitals, the Washington Capitals are able to dictate terms of the game throughout the series. Bob Rovsky plays mediocre. Spencer Knight plays mediocre. The Washington Capitals get chances and play their defensive game. They check properly and they check well and they check consistently and they come with jam every single series. Caps one and six. So if those things don't happen, (laughs) Cats and six. Cats and six? Um, I would love to be wrong. I don't care how many games it takes. I, I hope... The Caps can pull it off and, and beat Florida, but, oh, God. I mean, they're riding – they had, like, a 13-game winning streak before their AHL team got spanked by Montreal at the end yeah. of the season. Um, I think this is a – you know, I mean, I said after three games, you know, I predicted Caps would be down one to two. So, I 
think Florida's going to win this, but love to be wrong. Yeah. Um, you're a fucking hater, Polly, and a naysayer. But logic is sound. I have to give it to you. The Florida Panthers are an offensively world-beating team. Yeah. And it's funny because they're they're like the Florida Panthers of the expansion era when they first came into the league when they had um God, who was it? Was it Flurry? Yeah. Yeah. And and just killed I mean, and they were a super exciting team to play watch and, and incredibly offensive ta- offensively talented, killed you with speed. But that's the thing. I think that Every day of the week, an NHL team that can check will be and play sound team defense will beat a uh, a speed team. The Capitals showed it in 2018. It's hockey, you know. Of course, speed kills, right? Uh, you know, we all know that. But it has to be team speed as well. And what I mean by team speed is like decisions need to be made quickly. They need to be tape to tape. The Washington Capitals, when they're buzzing can do the team speed. Mm-hmm. And that makes up a lot for the foot speed of individual players. No matter how fast you can skate, you will never outskate the puck. Yeah. That's something they teach you early on in, in hockey, right? You'll never outskate the puck, right? So you have to position yourself properly. We catch the cat sleeping, and we might be able to pull a couple over on him and win a series. We get some brilliance in the goaltending position, which we all know it's there. Caps fans, you know, as, as critical as I think hockey Twitter, everybody has been about the Washington Capitals goaltending situation. I think that everyone can agree that when, if we can, if we can capture the top 25% of performance from both of our goaltenders, we're good. But yeah. that's one out of four games, right? And we yeah. need four to win. Yeah. And like I said, you need you need your goaltending core to steal you four games in a Stanley Cup winning uh, at least four games in a Stanley Cup winning drive. So if we burn all four of those in the first round, I'll be okay. Moving on to the second round, I think would be a huge boost for the Washington Capitals. I mean, I think that would be the season was a success. Yeah, I mean, with this matchup and everything, how it's shaked out. Yeah, I mean, this matchup, the fact that it's been three straight years of a first-round exit, getting out of the first round would be, um, it'd be big. It'd be big for the future. It would. It would. Um, And, you know, who knows what we're going to see as far as personnel, health, things like that. But I think the Caps have it in them, absolutely, but they just have to be playing peak, uh, peak performance from here on out. And goaltending needs to be amazing. It's possible. All right. Should we go back to the West or should we stay in the East on the second round? Let's stick with the East. Okay. Well, you, okay. you start this one off. I took the uh, I took the Panthers in the battle for Florida. Really? Yeah. What um, the fuck, Polly? You're off your fucking rocker. Uh, are we going number of games again? Yeah. This will take seven. You'll take seven. Seven in the Battle of Florida. Yeah. I think that's accurate. Panthers win it in Miami. And one thing I'll have to say is that, um, you know, the Florida Panthers State uh, Arena looks empty as fuck. 
think the last time the Caps played, there were probably more Caps fans than there were Panthers fans. That would not bode well for a Lightning matchup. Right, exactly. Lightning fans (laughs) would just go. Yeah. Yeah, that's still quite a long drive, but... It's close enough, though. Yeah, it's probably like six hours (laughs) staying in Florida (laughs) and going through the the bush of Florida through through the middle of the state. You probably sink the the roads and the Everglades. <laughs> um but okay, so you've got Tampa Bay out in the second round. Yeah. I too have Tampa Bay out in the second round, but I'm going to say the Caps win against Tampa Bay. I think it's if they can beat Florida, they can beat Tampa. Absolutely. Boys are riding high off of an incredible win. You might as well keep that good juice flowing. If our depth scoring can come in, third and fourth line start contributing, uh, continue to contribute rather, and goaltending stays at least as good, or maybe even a little, they could even regress a little bit back to the norm uh, in in this series. And I think that the Washington Capitals can be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, so I've got Washington moving on to the conference finals. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Can you see where this trend's going, Cap yeah. Again, we told you reality versus homerism, and I'm 100% homerism. This is how we get there. Um, moving on down uh, to the Metro 1, Metro 2 placement, which is the placement. This is, this is the, uh, I guess, matchup that you would want to see and how playoffs may work. The 1 versus the 2 seed in the Metro. Carolina versus... Uh, New York, you had Boston here, Polly, but I'm saying Carolina would, in a matchup between Carolina and New York, I think Carolina takes it. I think they're too overpowered. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a solid pick. Um, I think New York beats Boston in my bracket. I would say that too. I say Carolina wins in seven. What do they? What do they beat Boston? What is? I New think York? New York would need all seven for Boston. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. I would think that Boston would peter out after an incredible victory over Carolina. I would say the out of seven, I'd say like New York handles Boston in like six or five. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a good point, and that's a real possibility with you know kind of that aging core pull off that big emotional win against Carolina and then just fart into the next round. Right. Uh, that being said, the Washington Capitals would have a huge emotional win against Florida if this yeah. happened too. So, you know, I also have them going deeper. Um, but yeah, so I'm saying Carolina, New York in seven, and you have Boston over New York. No, or, I mean, New sorry, York over Boston. New York over Boston in seven. Yeah. So the East is going to be a bloodbath, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I agree. I think that the second round of the East, no matter who gets there, is going to be a bloodbath. It already is, mm-hmm. you know. Moving on to the West, though, we've got I've got, and I think we both have Colorado, Minnesota. Yeah, one and two again in the Central. So this is a, a division rivalry. These are the two biggest rivals in the, in this in probably the West as as of right now in this facade reality that we've created, right? Like yeah. Carolina, Minnesota. It's a, it's a big rivalry, right? Colorado, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got Colorado in seven. I think they could do it in six, but I got Colorado as well. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. So we're on agreement there. Um, again, you know, 
I think Minnesota's underrated, but I don't know if they can go up against the giant that is the Car- or the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I mean, they're a, a very well-balanced team. Yeah, and just deep. Deeper than the Sarlacc pit. It's pretty deep. Pretty deep, pretty deep. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then moving on, I had, we, what do we have? Calgary and Edmonton, but you have Calgary and L.A. Because yeah. you're an idiot. This I think the answer is going to be the same. Right. Calgary is going to win. Yeah. Against L.A., I would have them beating L.A. in five. Five is what I... Yeah. <laughs> I think Calgary has Edmonton in six. If it gets to this point, I just... You know, again, I think depth is an issue here for Edmonton. They're very top-heavy. I think Calgary, with Daryl Sutter, is incredibly well-equipped to shut down one line. Yeah. I think he's probably already thinking about it. I think he's probably got two or three line combinations for a one-two punch that is going to stifle Michael, and that's going to involve physicality and great positioning. Uh, McMichael, or did I say McMichael? I said McMichael. McDavid, McDavid, and um, Drysaitel. You know, again, Edmonton's a top-heavy team. They do have Vander Kane. They do have a couple, you know, pieces there. I just don't think it's it's enough for them yet. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're not there yet. All right, all right, all right. Keep it in the West, or, or go back. Yeah, east. we'll stick there. So continuing in the West in the conference finals, we've got Colorado and, and Calgary. Uh, and that's how we're, we're both shaped out that way, right? Yeah. Okay. I have, Col- I have, I have Colorado winning, but I think it's going to take seven. I, I do too. I yeah. think Calgary is a very formidable opponent for the Avalanche, and it would take them seven to yeah. get that. And, you know, notice, Caps fans, that we really haven't cited too much of regular season as tenured hockey fans. The regular season goes out the fucking window when you play uh, in the playoffs. So, you know, we could look at that. We're just not citing it. We're just literally going off vibes right now. Yeah. I mean, this isn't NHL, but a perfect example of that. Notre Dame beat Michigan four times in the regular season this year, and then they get to the Big Ten tournament, and Michigan wins. I mean, right. You just don't know what's going to happen when playoffs roll around. Right. Hockey's wild. Um, do you know how Calgary has fared against the Avs this season? Um, I think they've beaten them at least once. Yeah. Calgary has. They've been very good games. I, I remember who, watching. I, I, you know, honestly, with, with Colorado's record, same with Florida, I don't think there's a single team who's won the majority of matchups against them at all. Just looking at the numbers, right? I mean, how, how would that even happen? Yeah. I mean, maybe with, like, an Eastern team. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because it's I only mean, twice. If you played four times, though. In a four-game series, that's what yeah. I mean. And so, again, that's why we're not really citing these numbers. But, yeah. Colorado to the Stanley Cup Final in seven to go over Calgary. All right. And then we've got the matchup between Washington and Carolina – give you one guess as to who I picked. <laughs> Washington. Of course. I think it's going to take seven. I think Washington beat wins in seven against Carolina in my blinders on biased as fuck. Like, this is the way that 
Washington would have to win the cup. This is how I see it playing out. So that's why we're doing it. Washington would have to get through Florida, <laughs> Tampa Bay, and then Carolina. Jesus. That that's is fun. That is the, like, those are the, other than the Penguins not being in the picture, because they're going to get swept in the first round, that is just nightmare fuel. Mm hmm. It is. That's the exact same thing that was in my brain. The but only, yeah, the only time, the only, like, I don't even think the Rangers would be worse than playing Carolina. I think Carolina is just scary but good. They are. Um, what did you have in the conference finals for the East? Florida beats the Rangers in five. I think by the time it gets to this point... Florida's just so high. Yeah. Wow. And then you have... Okay, so then you have a Colorado versus Florida Stanley Cup final. Yeah, imagine that. The two top teams in the league. In this world, I don't know. I don't know. Yours, yours plays out way too, way too perfect. For, oh, yeah. According I mean, to the standings. In my semifinals... Three of the four teams are a top seed, so, you know, I don't sound like a real expert in my picks, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I tried to factor in upsets and stuff, and a lot of it just didn't make sense to me. And, you know, we've talked about how many teams are all in, and honestly, like, if you're in Florida, if you're a GM of Florida, if you're a GM of Colorado, you know, if you're Sackett there or whatever, hanging out, this may be how you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look at the teams that went all in this year. It was like everybody in the East, like Calgary, Colorado, uh, you know, Edmonton with picking up Kane. Three teams in the West. There's a lot riding on on. I mean, I think that, I think that everybody played their cards. Let's just say that for this playoff series. Yeah, you know. Um, all right, so I had 35 goals scored between the Washington Colorado uh, series. Again, I think it goes seven. I think the Caps beat Colorado in uh, Denver. In Denver. Well, I think the Avalanche. It takes seven, but they'd probably win it in six, just because the Stanley Cup seems to always be won on the road. Um, but Colorado in seven. And with these teams, 41 goals. Yeah. Even in six. I mean, that's, um, that's you know, if they go seven, that's just under six goals a game. I think that's a very <laughs> reasonable pick for these teams. Yeah, I did five goals a game for seven. That's how I got 35. So. Actually, as I say that out loud, I'm bumping that up. 45. <laughs> 45 for Colorado and Florida. All right. Well, Caps fans, that's that's what we've got for you. You know, uh, again, on this, if if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that we don't like to talk about what ifs. I think that people maybe like that about some creators or whatever. Uh, but we don't. We we like to, you know, get a season preview. You know, this happens in the beginning of the season. We like to talk to uh, a lot of our our peers on the network like after like a week or so and that's one partially because we're ill prepared in the off season <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing but the second thing is that like now that once two or three weeks have taken place in the season like I think that uh, 
I think that most teams have a good understanding of what their team's going to look like. You know, obviously trade deadline, things like that. Those are, those are all a part of it, but you know, um, that's how, that's how we do it. We're doing this because with the playoffs, it's a smaller tournament. We can be a little bit more picky. Yeah. Have a little more fun with it. And we do it every year. So yeah. Obligatory playoff preview. Man, I don't know. I, I'm, and again, I say, I, I just, again, I don't want this playoffs to be a dry fart where like I would, I'm not exactly sure I want to see so many upsets, but like I want it to be exciting. I want series to go long, you know, cause the, the shorter series are, the less hockey we may enjoy. And it's a bittersweet moment where you look at it because you've got, you know, the end of hockey approaching, but man, do they go out with a bang. Yeah, for real. And, uh, you know, I did do one bracket where I picked the lower seed for every round. Yeah. And then once it got to the finals, I just picked, and that was the Caps. Like, no can shit. you imagine if the Caps in Nashville went to the Cup <laughs> and the Caps <laughs> win it all? I would take it. But here's the thing that we would never win in the seven game series against Nashville because Philip Forsberg would have his revenge. Yeah, probably. But Laviolette gonna have his. Ooh, I didn't even his know say that. against Nashville. Totally forgot about that whole storyline. The drama, the high drama of of NHL playoffs. But <laughs> a Nashville Washington Capitals final would likely be the worst TV rated but probably one of the most exciting. I don't know. People might tune in just to be like, this is, I mean, it might be probably on the verge of being historic. Oh yeah. And Vegas would be turned on its fucking head. Yeah. They would have to pay out so much money. Think about it. Think about all those idiots who are putting money around the underdog team. Yeah. They'd have to pay that out like 65 times over the original bet. Yeah, they'd probably cripple the economy. <laughs> right, right. Somebody would be getting offed uh, mafia style, I'm sure. Multiple people, maybe. Mm. Don't want that. Mm. But if that's what it takes for the Caps to win a cup. Hey, I'm for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, that would be nuts. Uh, and so... So you have Colorado winning it all. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, do you really do you do you think this is the time? This is Colorado's time. Yeah, I mean, I I think um, they have a very real possibility. I think it's well within the realm of possibility to expect it as a fan. What has made this year different from the past three years? Because we've said this every year. I don't know. I feel like they're a little... They seem to be a little more complete. Every year they've gotten deeper. Yeah. Um, If that's even fucking possible. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, they just... uh, They've always had a solid lineup, but they just keep filling gaps with slightly better players. And, uh, you know, they've played well. When stars were out, I think I didn't think this before the season, but Darcy Kemper was an upgrade from Grubauer. 
Um, okay. I think, yeah, I mean, those things make it a little more realistic than the past. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, and, you know, speaking about Darcy Kemper, he's <laughs> survived Phoenix and is now just like he's probably feeling love. He's loving it, right? He has risen from the Phoenix. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? So, yeah, I agree, man. Who knows, man? Uh, and the unpredictability of the NHL playoffs is amazing. I feel like this is, you know, everything's a seven-game series. Um, does basketball do seven-game series from the playoff? Yeah, they the just time? arrange their games like the ECHL. So they play two at the top seed, three at the bottom seed, two at the top seed. Instead gotcha. of 2-2, one, one, one. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, interesting. Well, Caps fans... I've given you the path to success for the Washington Capitals as it relates. Polly is a hater and has given you what he thinks is the most realistic. Yeah, and what more people than you think. <laughs> exactly, that's true. But you know what, Polly? I have faith. Faith in the boys. That's good. I probably jinxed him, honestly. Yeah. With you. this whole thing. Your karma. Right, yeah. So, but we'll see. Um, Caps fans, again, the most wonderful time of the season right now, the most wonderful time of the year. We hope you enjoyed our playoff preview. Uh, I don't know what I'll win when I win my brackets, but, you know, I'll be sure to throw it at your face, Polly. Yeah, look forward to it. <laughs> All right, Caps fans, thanks for tuning in. Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes. Sign off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>